0: You are now tuned in to the Real Coach JB
1: Slapdick Podcast. It's
0: the last you to do. Last chance for me will I make it will I take it to the top see it's a chance for you last chance for me it's a last chance for you last chance for me it's a last chance for you last chance for me will I make it will I take it to the top what up what up man the real coach JB here of the slap dick podcast coming at you here to let you know that uh i've actually pre-recorded this for all my youtubers so you're seeing this here at two o'clock pacific um i had to get it done a little early dealing with the pups and everything so i apologize i'll be back live soon as i get these pups a little more mature so that bailey can uh kind of leave them around uh on their own a little bit more so i'm monitoring her as a new mom plus everything else so Fuck me, right? Um, shows brought to you by Manscaped. I appreciate it. Uh, everybody bringing here. Um, and a uh, lot in store for you on this uh, fine Monday, uh, November 8th, 2021. Holiday season is here. Thanksgiving around the corner. Christmas coming up. Um, thanks for uh, giving thanks to all our friends at Manscaped. Do I tell my extended family that I have a performance package 4.0 from the global leaders in below the waist grooming? Not to mention, it includes their 4.0 lawnmower trimmer to tame my bush and score brownie points with the ladies. Give yourself Manscaped or the man in your life who needs it. Join the 4 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped with 20% off free shipping with the code SLAPDICK. By going to Manscaped.com. Get 20% off plus free shipping with the code Manscaped. I'm sorry. With the code Slapdick at Manscaped.com. That's 20% off free shipping with the code Slapdick at Manscaped.com. Be thankful this holiday season for the best gift of all from Manscaped. Your balls will thank you. Go check it out. Use the promo code Slapdick. Get you guys some gear. They got everything from draws to fucking ball lotions. Go get you some. Your lady will fucking love it. She may need some, too. Some of them got some issues, too. You guys need to stop smelling like Badussie. That's balls, dick, and pussy. And get you some Manscaped. We don't need to be smelling like Badussie out here. Just so we're keeping 100. All right. Um, Man, I'm finishing a teaching credential because, you know, I'm always going to sharpen my tools and always have my tool shed full because iron sharpens iron and an unprepared mind is a fucking weak one. And if you don't have some tools in the shed, coaches, teachers, people out there that's listening to this, Then you guys are fucking yourself and you're creating what we have enough of, which is a bunch of fucking followers. Title of this show is. Well, first of all, it's about following and leading. I just want to make sure we're clear and we have too many fucking followers, and I thought that the show title of this one would be conducive to what I'm going to discuss But followers can never lead is the title of this Slapdick podcast. Followers can never fucking lead. And, uh, but anyway, I want to make sure, uh, quote of the day goes to, uh, what I'm about to discuss and and all the controversy that lies within it, but respect yourself and others will respect you. That's kind of how people think. And people um, Want to believe I guess I believe that it's A shot in the dark Because A lot of people Respect themselves But Others will never Respect you Because They have no Fucking self respect They're looking for The first Fucking Crink in your armor To attack And they're gonna try To attack it Because they're Bottom feeders And they have no fucking life. And they have no fucking morals. And they don't give a shit. And they're fucking. They're just. These fucking weak minded. Fucks. And uh, you know. I'm always about being myself. And. Fucking. I'm going to do me. But. But. A lot of people don't fucking respect you, regardless if you respect yourself. So, the quote of the day is if you don't care to be liked, they can't touch you. I don't give a fuck if you like me or not. I have all the self respect there is in the world. But I know half of 90% of you probably actually will not respect me, regardless, because you have no fucking respect for yourself. You're full of shit, you're a bottom feeder, you leech off of others, and your life is so miserable and bad that you have to come into my life, into other people's lives, because your moral compass is so fucking shot that you don't have any... Real belief system in helping anyone else other than yourself, and then by you gaining anything for yourself, it's all leeching off of others. That's why you guys create these fake pseudo accounts. You, I wish I would fake a fucking account. I wish I fucking would, man. Please, my dad would beat my ass in the grave. That motherfucker, it ain't no faking the funk. There ain't no faking this. Why would I need a fake account when I say the exact same shit on my real motherfucking account? <laughs> it make no fucking sense. Why do I need a fake account? Why do I need a burner that tells you about society in general right now? And I, I gotta be honest. I want you guys to listen to this and, and all you guys on YouTube, you can watch this, but I want you to listen to this. Um, this deal right here
1: me when I said I'm interviewing with Jerry Seinfeld ask about their gender diversity on this show yeah I mean it's people think it's it's the census or something I mean this has (laughs) got to represent
0: California homeowners if you are well I fucked that up um sorry YouTube I'm going to show you again here in a second but I don't know what the fuck YouTube does dude so fucking hard to fucking do anything on here man but listen to this i want you to listen to this jerry seinfeld take and all you podcasters out there listening peep it out
1: it's just funny you know funny is is the is the world that i live in you're funny i'm interested you're not funny i'm not interested and and i have no interest in gender or race or anything like that but everyone else is kind of with their little calculating, is this the exact right mix? You know, mm-hmm. uh, I, I think that's, uh, to me, it's anti-comedy. It's okay. anti-comedy. It's, it's more about, you know, PC nonsense okay. than are you making us laugh or not? Right, right. The people that complain and all that type of shit, is just, it's a very small group of people and they're bullies. But a, a comic tells a fucking joke in a strip mall, right. and all of a sudden they're talking about it right. You know, one person gets, like, gets offended. That's another thing, too. Like, every, one of those things, it's like a comic is guilty of telling a joke in a comedy club. That's all they're guilty of. Right. And then, and then what I love, too, is people get offended by the joke. And it's just like, she, he or she didn't tell you the joke. Right. If you want to get mad that you heard the joke, it's the person that blogs about it. It's the person that, that takes the video or records it. Right. The comedian is just guilty of, of being in a nightclub Shit, I right? just said. where people voluntarily came in and telling Sad jokes. About in, their own and life. then all of a sudden, just because you're sitting at home eating cornflakes now and you hear the nightclub, that's really on you. Right. You don't want to hear the nightclub, don't Life's go to the nightclub choices. and also don't fucking listen to it. To be honest with you, who really gets offended by comedians? I, who, who is walking around? Like, when was the last time you sold somebody you're a comedian be like, oh, you guys are so offensive. They always think it's cool, right. generally speaking. Right. And there's this small group of fucking people. And what I love, too, is they only get offended by shit that has to do with them. If people can't control their own emotions, then they have to start trying to control other people's behavior.
0: Bam. That's, not, that's a perfect saying. They can't control their own emotions. They try to start controlling your fucking behavior. That's this cancel culture soft fucking world we're living in. And unfortunately, it is what it is, man. That's these fucking people who I don't know where we evolved from. I don't know where this all came from. But holy fuck, man, followers can never lead. They have to do this shit. They got to try to fucking control your behavior because they're so fucked up themselves. I found out something as I'm taking this high school credential just to have a as a retirement. If I do want to teach or maybe coach again in high school, I can at least make some decent money by teaching. So you have to have a credential in California. See, I've have I have three master's degrees, but I can only coach college with those. I cannot really teach at the high school level. I can teach at the college level, which makes absolutely zero fucking sense. Does it not? I can teach college courses to grown folks, but I cannot teach a young, enabled, sensitive fucking kid who has no clue about anything in life because you have to have a fucking credential, which is like the, it's a joke. I'm just going to be honest. The way that the high school, no child left behind bullshit is all set up from the whole Bush or, found, or the whole Bush um, presidency era. It's all bullshit. I can teach college, but I can't teach high school. Now, does that even make fucking sense? California puts you through the ringer as far as going, through, you have to take a C-best test, a C-set, a RICA. You got to take more fucking tests to make $50,000 than anything I've ever heard of. And then you got to deal with these badass fucking kids that I want to choke fuck because their fucking asses are so disrespectful and then they want to go make TikTok videos of how they're going to try to smack a teacher and shit. I'm finishing my credential Simply so I can make sure that these motherfuckers, I please wish these motherfuckers would try to slap a motherfucking teacher when I'm around or myself. I would fucking love it. But anyway, I'm going to do it, man, and see what happens. Who knows? Maybe a good high school gig comes open and, and I can teach and have all the full credentials to do so. And uh, even though it, to me it's just ass backwards, you know, you shouldn't be able to teach college before high school. <laughs> So I can skip a credential, go get a master's degree, teaching the college level, but I can't teach high school kids about shit they're going to learn in college. (laughs) You can't, you gotta be, you can't fucking write this shit up, man. I can't be a comedian like Jerry Seinfeld and write this shit up no better. That's how shitty and fucked up and what a trick bag that the fucking government and the education system and all this bullshit, the degree seeking people that end up owing their life's work at, on student loans have to fucking go through, um, is a scam. In my opinion, the biggest waste of fucking ink ever printed is a diploma and a degree. Go fucking earn a, Learn a trade and go out there and fucking do some shit for some people. Um, That we all know it's experience, hand-on life we live. Hands-on based experience is what gets jobs done. Not a fucking diploma or a degree. Now, in my opinion, I tell all my players and all my folks I know, minorities, blacks, Hispanics, gotta play the game. Gotta get that piece of paper to even get in the fucking room to have an interview to even be considered with a motherfucker with my skin tone. So you got to play the game. That's the difference. That's what people don't want to listen to or hear. You just hear me, you don't listen. But anyway, I'm learning through this credential program that I did not know. Social media has a law that you have to be at least 13 years old to be on social media platforms. But we all know these kids are... Finagling the system, and they're all becoming TikTok stars at 8, 9, 10, 11 years old. And I truly believe that you can never, a follower can never lead. And these are parents putting these young kids on social media at 8, 9, 10 years old. And it starts with giving these motherfuckers a cell phone at that age. And it starts with them having worldwide access of all the bad shit in the world at 8, 9, 10 years old on a fucking cell phone. You cannot tell me that these motherfuckers aren't seeing this and it is influencing them on how to become disrespectful to adults, teachers, educators, coaches, etc, etc, etc. Their own fucking mothers and yet we continue to do it allow it and not coach it or teach it period you either coach it or you allow it that's it you allow the shit or you coach it up we're not correcting nothing everyone thinks correction is criticism it's not correction's not criticism correction keeps you from dying motherfucker it keeps people like henry rugs from going to jail killing a person correction is not criticism It it's blows my mind, man, all the shit that happens every single day. That's why I don't watch the news. First of all, half of it's bullshit, fake. The other shit, I don't believe in the fake news, all that bullshit. I, I just think all the shit on there is a narrative that they want to push to us, and everyone believes in these people. Everyone believes because you're on TV or famous that what you say is the gospel, when in real theory, it's actually the total opposite. You've actually played the game, like I tell my kids, To get into some fraternity, which is the media fraternity in this case. To get in there and put on a bunch of fucking makeup and be fake fucks that you are. Because only fake motherfuckers wear makeup. I just want to be honest. You fucking put makeup on when you do a concert. You put makeup on when you're going to be on screen. You put makeup on when you want to be someone you're not. How many fucking people out there on these filters and all this shit have created monsters because they create these people that you think are this, this, and this, and they're really fake? That's why I look for females. If I ever wanna fuck with a female permanently, I want you to be beautiful without fucking makeup on. That's a true motherfucking beautiful person. All this fake makeup wearing motherfuckers, that's like the Ryan Clarkson, and the Stephen A. Smiths at ESPN, they're suits, say, right? They also wear makeup, by the way. They're suits. That means they work for a motherfucker, yes sir, no sir, motherfucker, that they are to these people, which, if last time I remembered, real brothers that I know are trying to get away from saying yes sir, no sir to these motherfuckers. But you motherfuckers got the platform to continue to do it. Now, I'm not bringing race into this, and I'm not trying to say that these cats are Uncle Toms or sellouts. What I am saying is, Quit pushing the narratives and saying shit that you want people to believe when you don't even believe it's your motherfucking self. You're awake makeup wearing motherfucking suit wearing motherfucker, answering to the man motherfuckers when in theory, in real or in real life, you know damn well the shit ain't even close to being what you say it is. But you gotta you gotta say it. And I just can't never do something like that. I'll never work for somebody like that or a company. I don't give a fuck if you're a mogul or not. I am not going to fucking jeopardize my fucking integrity I guess um but who knows um they're all followers, and at the end of the day, they can never be leaders. They can never lead ESPN. They can never lead a production studio. They can never lead nothing because they're all followers. They all do what they're told to do, even if it's wrong, which we have too much of. That's why these kids that start off on social media before 13, even I think 13 too young, are so fucked up that they're, they're just making it so hard on the fucking older cats that are trying to do right that you get the Travis Scott concert issues. Eight people dead. Oh, coach, that's just been happening forever. Now, nah, motherfucker, it's been happening inside the concert during a fucking riot breaks out. OK, I was at the East Coast, West Coast, Biggie, Tupac, Ice Cube, Ice-T, everybody. The biggest fucking most gang banged out fucking concert of all time at the fucking L.A. Sports Arena in 1995, the height of Pac and Biggie. The height of the East Coast, West Coast rivalry, all the shit that was happening on Wax all came real. And Bill Bellamy was the host. Fucking Grape Street, Watts Cats basically threw that motherfucker off stage. Ice-T had to come out the fucking back wearing an Orlando Magic Shaquille O'Neal jersey. I'll I'll never forget any of this. I was sitting close. We were up there. And cats started scrapping above us up top. Motherfuckers started throwing shit. Chairs and shit were ripped out of the fucking thing and were thrown down to the lower level. Ice Cube had to come out and perform motherfucking songs to get the crowd back under control before the riot gear or the riot squad came in that motherfucker. And ultimately Ice T calmed it down a little. But at the end of the day, it became too much. And uh, it became a horrible shit show. And motherfuckers got stomped out in that place. That was hours into the concert. This was before the concert. Motherfuckers were apparently shot up with some drug. Some old weirdo ass shit. And I just wonder why I don't know who the fuck Travis Scott even is. I don't know who the fuck it is. But I saw him today. I looked him up. Another weird motherfucker, man. Another following motherfucker. And will never be a leader. And he's got these following motherfuckers following him trying to get into a concert. And I posted a tweet about this ain't nobody's fault but your motherfucking parents, coaches, administrators, and everyone involved in these young people's lives. And every single motherfucking person that says their asses shouldn't have been beat as youngsters is the fault that those kids are. That's why these kids did what they did. They didn't come out the womb, people, being disrespectful. They don't come out the womb being racist. They don't come out the womb being fucking enabled. They don't come out the womb being... Expecting instant gratification. They don't come out the womb thinking they know every motherfucking thing. It is a learned trait and it's taught to them. You motherfuckers are teaching them these things. Coaches, you ain't no better. You're allowing these motherfuckers to transfer. You're allowing them to tell you this, this, and this. You ain't putting it down on them. You ain't fucking letting them know this is for your good son, daughter, Girl, boy, I don't give a fuck who it is. This is for your own good. This ain't for fucking me to be an asshole. That's what you guys are missing. You're not relaying it. You're not conveying it. You're not building a relationship so where you can motherfuck them and they understand it's for their own good. You have to know how to have this it factor type of deal. To get through to the, today's generation, and you guys are all missing it badly. You guys can't do it. You don't know how to do it. You're you're not grasping the concept, and you have no relationship with the mothers of these single ki- family kids. Mostly, mostly single family. You have no relationship with those parents as coaches, a, or parents as administrators, b, and it goes both ways. And that way the kid is now just being, I got, I got a kid hit me up, man. I had to motherfuck him on social media. He wanted a free cameo and then put a voicemail in there on the. I don't know how you do it. And basically was just disrespectful as fuck. And I cussed that motherfucker out. I said, are you in high school? Yes, sir. I said, really? And you talk to another adult like that who you're asking a favor from. It blows my motherfucking mind, dog. And this motherfucker really is, had no, he was shocked that I went after him that hot. That, that 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 man. I motherfucked this kid and I don't give a fuck if he screenshotted it or not. I motherfucked him and told that motherfucker what real life was. And that motherfucker apologized and fucking said, oh, I'm sorry, coach. I didn't know. Dog. It proves to me that he has never been told the real shit before. Nobody's ever told this motherfucker, which is jaw dropping that. First of all, a coach, in my opinion, should be treated as a doctor, as a. Somebody that's earned the right to be called coach, a doctor. You don't say, hey, John, get over here. Anyone that I address who's earned the right, who's earned a doctorate degree. Is is now a doctor? I call her and him Doctor Johnson, Doctor Brown, Doctor whatever. Just as Coach Brown should be called, addressed as Coach Coach Saban. You go over there and fucking Nick, what up, man? These kids do that now. That's the problem. But this kid's never been corrected or checked, and now. People's egos are so bad and big and fucking out of control that they think that you're you're now disrespecting that person by telling them, hey man, why don't you call me coach? oh shit. You call me man though. <laughs> <laughs> That's how fucked up we are, man. You guys don't understand. That's the fucking world we're in right now. Anyway, I'm gonna get to the whole Travis Scott thing. Bailey, my uh, merle female, trimural pup pup, uh, girl, had pups. She had complications. Had to give her a C-section $5,000 later to save her life. A couple puppies were, were born dead. They were in the canal stuck. They were too big. The puppies came out. We were fucking huge. She couldn't pass them. Small uterus, cervix, a few things. Glad her uterus wasn't damaged. It was bruised, but it wasn't damaged beyond any health, uh, you know, any life danger um issues beyond that so i'm glad i got her actually cut open before because she kept trying to push and it was just she was almost rupturing her uterus which obviously ultimately killed a couple of the pups um she had a beautiful trimural boy all the pups were boys by the way even the two that were died um she only had a litter of four um because i don't believe her cervix and uterus is capable of holding bigger uh, litter so anyway man uh this will probably be the only litter i have with her unfortunately i'm not here to breed dogs and put them at risk this is my dog she's mine i don't care about not that i don't care about the pups but um i'm a casual breeder i'm not a fucking This is not what i do for a living um i try to make sure the pups go to good homes and uh and so forth and uh So, you know, these two pups are will be available. But uh, I think I'm going to keep this trimural. This trimural pup is uh, something of uh, something wicked. I'm just going to be honest. Bailey right there on YouTube. You can see her. She had the pup. She's about a 100 pound female, actually. Um, But she had the pup. And it's ironic. I'm going to break it down to you guys that don't know this. She has two pups that are living. One is from Stogie, and one is from Bonham. Bonham is, has trimural blood in him. The puppy came out trimural is Bonham's. The puppy that came out and looks exactly like Stogie's strong geneed ass is Stogie's. Uh, we had DNA tests ran. I did not know that until a few months back that a, you know a female can actually hold Sperm from several fathers and have several puppies from different daddies at the same fucking litter, which in the same litter, which blew my mind. So I have the best of both worlds. I have two puppies, healthy. One's a trimerle, one's just a merle because Bailey's trimerle and Stogie's not merle. So you get a merle, but they're both ABKC full bloodline, big time bloodlines, and beautiful, beautiful dogs. They're going to be pretty expensive. Like I said, it might just be Stogie's one merle. She, he also has some beautiful brown striations in that blue gray color, which is very unique, too. Uh, from Bailey, so that puppy's a boy, they're gonna be pretty big, they're gonna be pretty badass. The Merle, though, the merle is uh something, uh, I'm probably gonna keep It's 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 markings are unique as I've ever seen. He's got like a mocha, gray, white, fucking brown in him, and uh, it's it's some wicked shit. Um, but anyway, stay tuned. Um, slapdigbullies.org. Um, there's a lot to discuss, man, obviously, um, from everything from the whole Aaron Rodgers coming on Pat McAfee show. A lot of cats are hating on Pat's, Pat because he didn't ask the right questions. Well, first of all, Pat's not a fucking journalist. Pat's a sports ex-NFL kicker who has a show that blew up overnight almost, it seems, and He's so well respected from his own folks like the Aaron Rodgers of the world and the fucking Darius Ruckers of the world who came on today while he's playing golf. And everybody that he gets on his show is direct proof that people like Pat McAfee because of who he is regardless And you got to understand that Aaron Rodgers gives him exclusive interviews that ES fucking PN can't get. So I told Pat himself, I said, listen, dude, you're going to take heat from all these fucking bottom feeding haters that are all mad. Number one, that you didn't that you got the interview. First of all, let's be honest. That's the number one reason motherfuckers are mad at him. I'm sure ESPN is pissed. I'm sure everybody is pissed at at Pat because he got Aaron Rodgers after the whole COVID vaccination, immunization, all that bullshit came out. So I want to make sure we're clear on that. Um, There's a lot to it, but... Before I dive into the direct interview that Pat had and everything, I say I don't hold interviews with any. I don't. They don't hold water to me. The fact that Aaron came on there is because that's his boy, and he respects him and knows he would never put him in harm's way, and did it. And he did it, I think, to say "fuck off" to everyone else. You ain't getting me. Pat is a guy on YouTube who doesn't have an ESPN type of platform but it's probably more recognized than you fucks on ESPN right now. And so kudos to Pat and his crew, Ty and, uh, Zito and all the cats helping to make that thing work over there. Um, my Friday episode got cut a little short because of my puppies were born that morning and I was dealing with all that shit. So hopefully this Friday, it'll be a little better show for you guys with me on it. Um, on the Pat show, Pat McAfee show. Um, but going back to social media, you got to be 13 years old to be on it and all this shit. You know, there's people that are on there with these fake pseudo names that come after me with four followers, but yet they follow me. You got four followers, you follow me and only talk shit. And it's, it's unbelievable to me. Like, it's a follower who is coming after a leader. Because that's how bad they know they need guidance. They're so fucked up that they go after people that are prominent. Haters go after who? Prominent people. People that are successful. People that are, have a platform. You get these people with four followers. So you know if they're a fake account or they're just so fucking bad at life, in their own life, they got to jump into your life or our life, whoever's life. And, uh, you know, it's, it's really fucked up, man. It's it's like, it's, it's, it's all these people that they need an alpha to follow and they're big old bitches. They're jealous about life and, and, and they need to be a part of it. Uh, your, what you got going and all you guys out there listening that have this situation occur to them, understand that's why. You're probably the alpha that they need to follow because there's a bunch of bitches. They're a bunch of bitch-made motherfuckers. They're a bunch of bitch-made cats that are jealous about your life and they need to be a part of it. So just understand. Applaud them. Let them know your dick is now hard because our haters are our biggest fans just so you understand it. So enjoy your fucking haters. Um... But going back to Aaron Rodgers, he goes on Pat's show and he comes out and says all this stuff. And, you know, even though I know what he was referring to, he mentioned the Joe Rogan thing, which I don't I don't know who I don't even I've never seen one Joe Rogan podcast or know anything about Joe Rogan. Um, He doesn't interest me, obviously, or I would know who he was. Right. So. You know, the show Pat's show basically almost had about 80,000 people watching it live on YouTube, which tells you. And I was watching the comments on purpose and probably half or more were hateful. Just talking shit about Aaron, talking shit about Pat, having Aaron just, it blows my mind that you're in the show watching it. You're one of the 80,000 people watching, which probably was a record for Pat's show live on YouTube, which a lot of people live actually. Um, as you know, how hard it is to grow a YouTube channel, he's got almost 2 million followers. I got like 10,000 followers and that's just been like a a fucking act of God to get. And I've been a little, yes, less than two years. So I get it. It's hard, but 80,000 people watching the show and half of you were hating, um, or basically judging on what he said. And that's the difference between Rogers and Kyrie Irving, in my opinion. Okay, this is why I'm gonna get into it, Coach. What's the difference between Rodgers and Kyrie? There's no difference, and you know me, I'm gonna keep it real, man. And regardless of who's who and what's what and what's said and what's done, I'm gonna always keep it 100, like y'all say. But Aaron has never not shown up to work. He 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 went through a negotiation. He he didn't like how the how the program was. the the organization was handling some things and he chose to basically drop his nuts and show his cards. He was like, Hey man, I got the cards. You're all bluffing. Show me. He did it with success. And guess what? And obviously they made the right decision after you saw Jordan love play yesterday and saw how bad he was which I do think they put him in some bad situations but again he's clearly not ready to lead that team or any team in my opinion either is Justin Fields either is fucking Baker Mayfield either is coach A. Baker Mayfield balled yesterday he threw for 141 yards now I don't know what he threw for yesterday but he always throws for shit yards and you guys think he's balled and the yards don't mean much to me but the yards tell the story. The Cleveland Browns have the best offensive line in football with two great running backs and dominate the line of scrimmage. Baker Mayfield just has to not fuck it up. And they put up 41 points on Cincinnati, who's who's kind of declined since they beat the Ravens. But I'm going to talk about NFL Sunday here in a second. But the whole difference between Rodgers and Kyrie, in my opinion, is that Rodgers showed up to work when work started. Okay? He didn't have to be there in offseason. It's not in his contract. Once he started, once he missed camp, they started taking money from him, putting it in an account, just like they did Ben Simmons, I believe. And obviously, they made the right decision, right? So... Kyrie don't show up to work. That's the difference between the two. The other difference is the NFL did not mandate the vaccine. Just so we're clear, there's other NFL quarterbacks that are not vaccinated either. I think Kirk Cousins is not vaccinated. He's still playing. Nobody's giving him shit. I believe that there's a shitload of quarterbacks who have taken the stance that Aaron Rodgers has, but they just don't have the nuts to say it publicly. They all want to keep it. Well, I don't need to say it. I don't need to tell you what I'm doing. Like, that's the funny shit to me. So, did Aaron lie and all this whole shit where, it's just, you know, Shannon Sharp, Stephen A., everybody's calling Aaron Rodgers a liar and all this whole shit. Well, Kyrie at least didn't put anyone in harm's way. He said it outright out front. This is the difference. Kyrie has a history of making fucking excuses on top of excuses. About why he shouldn't do this or that. Why he continues to steady make money. And collect a big ass fucking fat paycheck. But yet. He continues to have excuses. Whether it's from the middle fucking east. To the fucking world is flat. To fucking. I can't show up for work. Because of this. This and this. Now I'm going to stand. Because people tried to compare this motherfucker. To Martin Luther King and Muhammad Ali. Please don't ever put them motherfuckers' names in the motherfuckers' same sentence ever again. Please save save me some grief for all you fucks that said that. But that is the huge difference. Roger shows up to work and performs. Kyrie does not. Whether your stance is your stance or not. And the other thing is you got Wisconsin which hasn't had a mandated vaccine vaccine playing deal in the arena to a New Jersey who has or New York or whatever, Brooklyn who has, and he can't play because he's unvaccinated. There's a few different things that are in the situation, but for Jason Williams, another fucker that looks like he just took off a fucking condom with his fucking turtlenecks that he wears on ESPN. He comes after Stephen A because Stephen A is not giving the same smoke to Aaron Rodgers that he did with Kyrie Irving. Well, there is a fucking fundamental difference, though. Now, comes to the vaccine, when it comes to all the bullshit and all the underlying shit, they're equal to me. Kyrie and Aaron Rodgers are the same. So is Nick Rolovich, who got fired at Washington State for not taking the shot. All of them are the same, in my opinion. They, are, uh, they, have an, uh, they signed a fucking up for this. They signed up for this, okay? You accepted to coach at Washington State. A couple of my players there, actually. You accepted the job. You make quite a bit of money doing this job. Plus, your word should mean more than your belief. That's just my, my philosophy, my ideology, my life. That's what I live by. My word is bond. My word means more than the situation or my belief. My personal belief should never outweigh my word to people because at the end of the day, when you die, nobody gives a fuck about what you believed in. They give a fuck about what you told people you were going to do or not going to do. And if you did it or did not do it. He told those kids and those coaches that obviously also got fired that he would be their leader. And at the end of the day, you became a follower because you tried to do some shit that you thought was right. And not only did you get fired, you lose your income, you got fired, coaches fired. You told those kids you were going to lead them in the battle, and now you cannot because of a personal belief. Like I said before, I don't want to get a shot of vaccine either. But you know what? You could shoot me in my fucking asshole if I was going to make $3 million and I promise those kids I'm their leader. Because it's bigger than my belief. If we only live here on this earth to fucking self Be self-sufficient only depend on ourselves only help ourselves only look out for ourselves then what the fuck is this world really about that's why we're all fucked up right now that's why the world's so fucking divided the country divided for sure we're all out for ourselves these kids are out for themselves because they don't believe in their leaders their own mothers fathers coaches administrators so they disrespect the fuck out of you guys because you didn't fucking earn no respect I've never been disrespected by no kids like that and if I have been it's for a reason because they have no fucking clue before they speak to me on really what life's about. So then I kind of in teach them. That's what we're supposed to do, right? Coaches are supposed to be teachers. So I teach them and the good ones accept it and learn and listen. The bad ones keep fighting it and get cut and get kicked out and fucking go get fired or whatever it may be. And Aaron Rodgers' situation, he came out and I give him kudos because at least he fucking believes in himself and bet on himself. That's the one thing I give him kudos for. I don't know about all the rest of the shit. I didn't really catch the beginning of the interview. Um, but. There's other quarterbacks in the NFL not vaccinated. I just want to make sure we're clear. Let's not all put the heat on him. Medical company dropped him as a sponsor. He's had all these different issues. Um, you know, the thing about it is the NFL has not mandated it, and the NBA has. And that's the big difference between him and Kyrie. That's the big reason I've been getting all these blown up. What's the difference, coach? What's the difference? Well, that's the difference in my opinion. Plus, one guy has a life or a career – long excuse-making made to him, Kyrie, where Aaron Rodgers has not had those same bitch-ass excuses. So that's the difference, in my opinion, to the two. Um, Aaron says he did research. Now, listen, Aaron's a smart motherfucker if you haven't heard him talk before. He is, I believe he reads a lot. I know he does. And I know he's out there and he's going to actually... Do some research on certain things. Now, obviously, he came out. Everything he said on Pat McAfee really carries no weight, in my opinion, because it was second nature, right? He could have went home, thought about all this shit up, got his PR team, came up with some fucking excuses, and, um, you know, hey, I'm allergic to this, I'm allergic to that. Cool, maybe he is, but it doesn't matter because it's after the fact. If he would have said this from the gate... Then this would have all been, uh, you know, avoided, right? But the the point I'm making is between the two, at least Aaron Rodgers did some fucking research. Kyrie, all he fucking says is, "I'm waiting for the data to come out." That's what the motherfucker keeps saying. Are you doing the research? Have you gone and looked it up? Have you gone and turned over rocks to figure out anything? Or you're waiting. He keeps saying he's waiting. Who are you waiting for? Who are you waiting for? Dog, you don't want to do your own research. You're just going to say, oh, fuck it up. That's the problem with these young cats. These young cats are now just dependent on someone else to do the work for them. Where I give kudos to Rogers because he went out and fucking at least read some shit. Did some research. Fucking went to some things. Listened to some professional development on the whole vaccine and the whole virus itself. Kyrie has not. Now, Coach Kyrie's looked it up. Yeah, but he hasn't said it either. So when he does come out and say that he did later on in life, try try to get his money recouped, nobody's going to believe what the fuck he says but all you fucking dick riders that like him. The same with the haters, same with the like. Everybody has their own. We're all split down the middle. Half of them love us, half hate us. So, my problem is, though, that it's all about what have you done for me lately. And... Aaron Rodgers is now the hot topic in the media because of what he did. And then you got the Kyrie situation where everyone's going to talk shit and, and say that he doesn't get deserve all this heat when Aaron Rodgers just did it. And then you're going to have the whole race thing thrown in white and black and all that shit. This ain't a race thing. I told you all idiots come in all shapes, sizes and fucking colors. Rodgers did some bad shit on this one. And I believe he did some good shit on this one. I believe we should control what goes in our body, but that's a whole another topic. I also just told you that I would take the shot if I told some group or players or coaches or whoever I'm in charge of that I was going to do something, that I'm going to do it. doesn't. I don't care about my belief system. So Aaron Rodgers should have put that in consideration that he has to be smarter than that if he's out at a party or whatever, whatever, right? All the whole NFL rules about COVID. My issue is Henry Ruggs really didn't get a lot of fucking national coverage other than the whole one or two days. Aaron Rodgers shit is bigger than fucking Epstein fucking raping little boys and girls. Like this motherfucker, they won't let Aaron Rodgers shit go. But Ruggs got behind a wheel and killed a lady at 160 miles an hour in Vegas. Doing some straight dumb shit. Follow the leader shit. Because he saw some other motherfuckers do it. So he's going to go do it. And that's my issue. That's my only concern. Fuck all the other shit in America that's fucked up. Let's go after Aaron Rodgers right now. Like, come on. We know that the kin... uh, What's his name? What's the fucking dude? Jenner. What's Jenner? The old fucking guy on the front... Wheaties box. What's his name now? Kylie? Kyler? What the fuck's... What's the fucking... uh, Guy's name that changed his name to girl? Anyway... Do you guys know that that motherfucker killed a motherfucker too? And didn't get any coverage. So my point is... Let's not all throw fucking rugs under the fucking bus here. Let's keep it real and keep it 100. Fucking... Jenner killed a motherfucker too but nobody talks about that shit see there's certain things that people can do and some people can do the same fucking thing they did but don't get treated the same it's fucking weird to me it blows my fucking mind that we have this many fake people in the world that Kirk Herbstreit can say one thing and fuck it up talk shit about a Michigan team last year, talk about their kids apologize and it's over. You he ain't heard shit about it no more. He can come on social media and do a crying fucking bitch little scene. And and now you like him. Oh, great stand-up guy for apologizing. No, that's who he is. He apologizes all the time because he's a shit bird. But you guys don't want to see through that shit because you can't. Because you're fake yourself and you all wear makeup. You all have makeup put on by the same fucking dude or girl. But anyway... um. Ruggs is just another example of follow-the-leader type motherfucker that someone sees and does it, and and, and no nuts to hire a driver. But I'm going to get into a bigger picture thing here. And this is why followers cannot be leaders, ever. The NFL are followers, too. Because the NFL has allowed criminals, pedophiles, rapists, domestic violators, from Kareem Hunt, Tyreek Hill, a fucking... The list goes on and on and on. You allow them back in the league, Josh Gordons. You allow these motherfuckers back into your business conglomerate that you are, right? Huge entity, NFL, because you don't care about nothing but what's on the field. The product that's on the field, A, B. The list goes on and on and on. You don't give a fuck. You give them chance after chance after chance after chance. If you all in and you're telling everyone else basically to fuck you, we're all in with our players. They can fuck up and be shitbirds. birds. We're going to still allow them to play in this league. Then how the fuck don't you have designated ride share pick up car car pick me up service at beckons call anytime a motherfucker's drunk to go pick up rugs of the world to go pick up these motherfuckers so this shit don't happen you'll let him back in your league you'll let rugs back in in three or four five years if he does some jail time and comes back out he's still going to be 25 27 i mean fuck he's only what 22 you're going to still let him out and play in your league why don't you do some proactive work and start fucking looking out for him in a bigger way maybe these things won't happen We all know they're fucking followers. We all know they're fucking idiots. We all know they want to be cool and show off because you're giving young kids millions of dollars before they ever really earn it. It blows my fucking mind how the whole collective bargaining thing works. I don't know, man. It's crazy to me. You can let these motherfuckers back in. You got coaches in your league who fucking have almost killed motherfuckers from DUIs. You still let them coach, <laughs> but you can't establish a fucking NFL Uber type of fucking deal. Like, why would that not be a great idea? Maybe I should start that shit up. Um, protect the merchandise. If you are all in, dog, then protect your merchandise, your players. Your coaches. We all know stupid is stupid. Ruggs is a fucking idiot. He killed a motherfucker because he's a fucking made a horrible life choice. Life's about choices we make. We all have choices and options. You don't have to follow me on social media. So don't comment on my shit. Real simple. Do not comment on my shit. Oh, coach, that's shitty. You're horrible. We all have choices, dog. Don't follow me. Why are you commenting on me, shit? I don't give a fuck who you are or nothing about you, motherfucker. You ride my dick. I don't ride yours. Let's make sure we're clear. Anyway, let's get into some sports, man. OBJ obviously started some turmoil with his daddy like the bitch-made cat he is and forced his way out again, of course, like all these other soft motherfuckers are doing. And uh, my take on it is... I don't know if OBJ's lost a step or not because we don't know because Baker Mayfield's fucking horrible. So we don't know how how OBJ really is anymore. I think to find out if this cat is really all that we thought he was and if he's really going to be a bought-in soldier like we want him to be, I think that New England's the best place for him. Because he would go instantly, get under some structure and understanding of what's expected of him. And if not, he'll be gone just like A.B. was. So I think New England's his best option. I think the Rams could actually use him. Um, I believe that um, those are the best fits for him. I think Seattle's a good fit for him because I think Russell Wilson is a solid top five quarterback in my opinion. But if his finger is not a hundred percent, then OBJ will suffer balls as well. Plus you got Medcalf and uh Lockett already. So again, you're in a situation where the ball the balls will be spread across sparse. There is gonna be real fucking uh limited uh catches there too. So I don't know what you're trying to do. He says he wants to win. Well I don't know if Seattle's defense is good enough. You could have to score 40 a game, but maybe Russell can get you to rock. I don't know. Um, Baker's just garbage. Mahomes is overpaid. Uh, I told you guys that. I've been telling you guys he's a gimmick quarterback for two years on this podcast. Josh Allen is average. Uh, Another cat who falls victim of horrible college coaching and lack of quarterback development. I'll get into that here in a second. Um the college football game should tell these presidents and ADs really how bad coaching is. Coaching is a, it's either a nepotism hire. It's either who, you know, who knows you hire from what you did 35 years ago. It's a good old boy network. And there's people that are in positions of helping kids that should never even be near a kid or a student athlete or a grown young man, actually, and not a, and, and and definitely can't turn a boy into a man. These cats care nothing about nothing but themselves care, nothing about more than a get their check and making a million dollars and making this and that. Um, but when a president's understand that the development of their student athletes are not being really, it's really not being done and handled at all with any type of fucking due diligence. All we want to do in college is go fast, tempo RPO, do these things when all the fundamentals are out the window. Quarterbacks get to the NFL and they are suffering at an all time high. People keep saying how the talent level is great. Talent level may be great at the quarterback position. It is not great product on the field. Baker Mayfield's a great athlete and a great talent. He's got a good arm, spins it, but he's not a good quarterback. He's not. First of all, he's not long enough and and tall enough, just like Kyler Murray. I, I think all of these quarterbacks I'm mentioning life expectancy in the NFL. I think you guys are giving them longer life expectancy than that's gonna than it's gonna be. I'm just telling you, I like, guys. I've told you about Mahomes. Mahomes is struggling at all fucking aspects. And it's funny that all you Mahomes dick writers in the beginning how great he was now are just falling off and saying how shitty he is. That's how fair weather fans are. Like stick to the motherfucker if that's your dude. But you guys are so fake, man, and transparent and you wear makeup, dog. You all wear fucking makeup because you're so fake and ugly underneath. You have to wear fake shit to cover up your ugliness, motherfuckers. Stick to your quarterback. You chose to you you love Patrick Mahomes. Stick to that motherfucker. Josh Allen, I told you guys, if you're that dude, you got to score more than six points against the Jacksonville Jaguars and Two Finger Herb. You got to score more than Two Finger Herb fucking than six points. Like, it don't make no fucking sense. Oh my God, dog. We have, I just want to make sure you understand my point here. We have zero critical thinkers left in this world. We have zero fucking critical thinkers. They're all gone. The critical thinkers in this world are gone and it's all follow the leader and they follow who's popular on TV. They follow who's famous and they follow, uh, you're on TV. You must be right. Right. Actually, it's not right. It's actually totally wrong. And you guys follow these motherfuckers for all the wrong reasons. And that's the fucked up part about this thing. And, You guys judge these cats far too harshly, too early. I told you guys, let their resumes develop. Quit fucking saying they're the best. Remember a couple years ago, you already were anointing motherfucking Mahomes as the greatest ever. And I tried to tell people, I said, first of all, he just lost Brady twice. How is he the GOAT? (laughs) All these motherfuckers on ESPN, he's the GOAT. The best we've ever seen. No, he's not even fucking close. And I came right out and said that shit, so go look it up. But anyway, I told you also that Josh Allen's a good talent, great arm, all this old shit, but he's another Mahomes in my opinion. He's another gimmick cat, and it all falls on coaching at the cause level and how shitty it's become, how lazy it's become. They're an outsourcer now. They outsource to the quarterback fucking trainers and the seven-on-seven seven world when they all should band together and say, fuck this, you slap dicks, don't touch my fucking quarterback. And coach your ass what you're supposed to be doing. Coach these kids up better than anyone else can do because you're a four-year Division I college coach who's supposed to be the best. They're outsourcing now. Quarterback play is at an all-time horrible place, in my opinion. And everyone just sees this talent and they think it's all the best quarterbacks they've ever seen when in theory it's no, it's talent. And at the end of the day, when you have eleven other players on the other side of the football schemed up with a legitimate D coordinator, you can beat talent by keeping them in certain things. Let's let's make Mahomes climb the pocket and throw from the pocket. Let's keep him. Uh, let's make him escape and make him on the on the run because he's not as good as he is in the pocket. Whatever his weakness and strengths are, we have to go against those. And you see when he escapes the pocket, what he's doing. He's doing this gimmick shit and it's not working. He's not even understanding read concepts, reading grass, whatever the read coverage concept may be on the, uh, from Andy Reid. He's not understanding it. They're running simple snag bubbles concepts with with Kelsey in the back, little angle. I used to call it angle swing with an angle hitch. It's an easy, it's an easy fucking adjuster read, alley backer read, who whatever you want to call it. And he's throwing the back, and the outside backer's buzzing it when he should have just played with his eyes with them, wait on him, and throw the ball to Kelsey. It's a first down. It's efficient. And it looks like you understand when you hit the top of your drop, you know what coverage is. He's clearly struggling with those simple reads that I can go out there and do right now. But then you got the haters of the dick riders out there that come out and say, Oh, Coach, you know more than Peyton Manning. You know more than Warren Sapp. You know more than fucking Michael Strahan. Yes, I do. (laughs) See, you dick riders out there that don't have a fucking clue that are just fans of the game, please understand, great players have not a fucking clue how to coach and they only know about their position and they know about that opponent per week. They have no fucking idea about the whole global scope of things when it comes to football intricacies on every fucking aspect and every level. They don't know what D-line techniques are. They don't know what D-line play is. Now, Peyton and Eli can come out there and, and sound smart as fuck, and I'm not saying they're not. Obviously, they are great players. they obviously cerebral. They obviously understood the game. What I'm saying in coaching and playing the game for 20 years or not is a total different ball game. There's things in coaching that those players will never grasp or understand. You avid novice fan out there think that just because they played, they know more football than me. And that's not the case. I know high school coaches that can out coach a lot of these motherfuckers and a lot. And no more than all these fucking analysts you hear on TV that actually don't know football like you think. Just because they played. And the ignorance is so blinding that these cats really come out after me talking about, oh, yeah, I'm going to take your word over Warren Sapp. (laughs) Yeah, because Warren Sapp understands quarterback play, you dumb fuck. That's the problem with you dumb novice fan fucks. You need to just be fans and stay in your lane, drink your beer and fucking watch the game don't dive over the other side when you have not a fucking clue how it works i wouldn't jump into fucking e-trade if i don't know how stocks work and talk shit to you about why my stocks are fucking floundering because i don't know how it works dumb fuck so i'm gonna stay in my lane oh man who knows but if you haven't heard i don't know if you heard Jimmy Lake, me and him really don't get along. My tight end is at, is at University of Washington. Quentin Moore, kid I brought to Indy. Freaking nature tight end. Not really getting used a lot at Washington. I don't have really anything nice or good to say about Jimmy. I don't really care for him through recruiting issues. But he's he pushes a kid the other day, a Polynesian cat at UW, who was talking shit on the sideline to a player, which I totally get. And he... Grabbed him by the face, I think, or shoved his face and then pushed him in the back. He was suspended today one game, okay? See, this is how soft administrators are. I don't care for Jimmy, and I don't think he's a very good head coach. I think he's a great DB coach. Um, No question about it. He was in the NFL. He's a good DB coach. Doesn't mean you're a good head coach. There's whole different intricacies involved, right? But at the same time, if he was winning, I believe administration would have came out and said how great of a leader he is and a disciplinarian he is and how the kids took his coaching and hard coaching and ran with it and there's no issue. But since he's losing and he did it and it was on TV, these administrators that are spineless come out and basically say, there's no place in their game for this, da 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 but it's okay if the kid would have hit a motherfucker or did anything like that. See, the coach is in a no-win situation. And that's why, it's, that's why I'm not in a such a hurry to coach again, man. It's just because of this type of thing that it, it continues to happen. And it's just unfortunate and so fucked up on so many levels. And I just don't know if I can coach again because of it. Like, it's okay if we win, push the kid but if you lose and push the kid, it's not because you're all spineless and you have no real value system. You, 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 first of all, your search committee hired the coach. You didn't. Um, so you have no investment and then you don't even know your players. Like how many presidents on campuses walk around and meet the fucking athletes when they're not winning? None, none. They don't give a fuck. But they'll throw you under the bus, uh, under the bus on, on social media in a heartbeat. So, I don't know, man. Uh, they suspended Jimmy Lake. You know, he's pretty much... I don't know how you're that bad at Washington. I really don't. You, you play on a fucking Lake Washington. You have a stadium the size of an NFL stadium. You're in there with the Seahawks. You're right by Pete Carroll. Like, go learn some shit. You fucking have all the resources in the world. I mean, Sark built the fucking barbershop at your stadium. You got all the shit bells and whistles Uh, come on I'm tired of hearing all the excuses they suspended them a game for what like I don't know it's just how proving how soft we are man um I I don't get it Dan Mullen I think will be fired um or he'll quit at Florida um Jacksonville State coach quit or mutually got fired whatever the fuck you want to call it um that's who beat Florida state this year, by the way. And he makes 180 grand and the head coach of Florida state makes three, five million, 3.5 million. UMass head coach was fired. Baylor's assistant is getting a head job at Texas tech. See my point here. It's all recycled. It's all fucking bullshit. It's all the same motherfuckers. The Baylor assistant. I mean, the motherfucker, I don't even know who he is. Well, he's at Baylor. They're winning. Let's take him. Like, Motherfuckers don't do any research no more. They just hire who the fucking sexy hire is at the time. It blows my fucking mind that the kids are the ones that are get taking the brunt of all these bad hires. And nobody comes forward and says it. And nobody's fighting it. Like, players, you guys control it. You have to start listening to what I'm telling you. You and your parents have to do a better job at fucking this. Quit the fucking decommitments. Quit picking schools that have no investment in you as a whole. Quit picking schools because of fucking neon jerseys and fucking facilities. And quit picking schools just because of the coach at the time. You're all decommitting anyway. You're all fucking being lied to the majority of you. And you're not seeing through the bullshit. Start turning over rocks, calling people. You know what I used to do? I used to tell my kids I was recruiting to contact my current kids on my roster. See, nobody would do that. DM my current players. They're never going to lie about the coach. The players will never lie about the coach. And it was funny because I would tell big-time players I was recruiting, hey, man, DM my dudes. And guess who? DM the best players. And then DM the shitty ones. See the difference. The shitty ones will always say, oh, man, Coach be lying. The great ones are like, Coach, hey, man, he told me exactly what it was, and I fucking came and did it, and now I'm going to Florida State. Now I'm going to Georgia. Now I'm going here. And Coach will fucking fight for you and get you where you want to go, but you got to do X, Y, Z. And the good ones that you're recruiting, if they want to get to where these kids are going, they'll come and buy in. The shitty ones will say, Oh, I want to go to the shittier JUCO that has no fucking real structure, no culture. I want to just do I want to keep being a shit bird and doing what I want to do and have no guidance, no structure. That's why cats don't last in Bilitek system and Sabin system, because they can't handle the structure and the truth. That's goes to these kids now that are fucking up and dying at the Travis Con- ooh, Scott concerts and all these following motherfuckers getting injected and all this old bullshit that's out there. Dog, you guys got to be shitting me. They were, they were that hard up to follow a motherfucker that will never kick it with, talk to, borrow money from, get money loaned to, help or fucking get help from. Go talk to your fucking homies or your cousins or your brothers and sisters. Show them motherfuckers some love. Fuck these motherfuckers out here with these hidden agendas. We don't know shit about. There's TikTok videos all over about Travis Scott. How fucking he's some fucking Satan. (laughs) I don't buy all that shit, but I'm just saying, dog, like, holy fuck. Go do some research on these places before you go there and bow out after a fucking year. Not even a year. Oh, I'm not playing as a freshman. I'm out. I'm decommitting. I'm going to fucking this place. I don't know, man. It it blows my mind. Um, but we have zero critical thinkers, man. They're all gone. They're all gone. We're just following the leader. And uh, followers will never be great leaders, ever. Ever. You can't. You can't do it. Your your self-gratification ass, enabled, soft ass that don't want to work for shit in life. Once Shit to just be handed to you. You hope by tweeting a motherfucker with four, you only have four followers and you tweet to me and think that I'm going to comment back and talk shit, which I am. You think you're going to gain popularity off of that. Again, you're self, you're enabled and a self instant gratification expector and hope that something happens from that. Instead of going out and working and earning the shit, that's how you live. That's your life fucking process. That's your thought process. And that's why you're a bottom feeder and you'll never be shit. And unfortunately, you're going to have offspring that's going to be the same way because your ass don't know better and you'll never teach them how to fucking do different And then they'll go fucking slap a teacher at school and throw you an eraser and you won't give a fuck. Because you're soft and you're an enabler and you're a bitch made cat. Anyway, man, that's all I got for today. I'll see you Wednesday and Friday on the Pat McAfee Show. Promo code slapdickmanscape.com. Get you 20% off. Don't miss it. Go out there and get you some fucking ball cream and shaver, man. Shave your nuts. And don't smell like badusie. Hey man, it's been a great day to have a great day. Appreciate you guys. Peace! Hope this ain't my last chance. It's the last chance for you. Last chance for me. Will I make it? Will I take it to the top? We gon' see. It's the last chance for you. Last chance for me.